0: did you see that i uh pushed some push the change yes to i
1: yes i have been clicking around on there um, of,
0: I, I know all the places that are broken don't worry but i'll get it yeah <laughs> i figured
1: but then i didn't realize you did that and then like i tweeted evidence with a link to a video that probably didn't work
0: evidence you yeah i know it works about evidence tell tell us a little bit about that because well to i show.
1: saw yeah i saw him i went to him see him in concert this weekend and so um you know i like to uh you know i like to tweet out to kind of bring knowledgeable people to audiences that's my goal in life is to inform the masses
0: now what happened to his album did it, it in oh early? so
1: yeah so it leaked today i guess it would appear um and, uh, I don't know. I was, I was, like, I just used that information as a way to, like, I just wanted to tweet the evidence video from the filmed insert account because it's a good video. And today and it's being,
0: op- uh, Wednesday, September 21st, I believe.
1: Yeah, I, uh, you know, I always look for, you know, the, it, the album leaked today. People were kind of talking about it on Twitter, I noticed. And, um, so I, having already pre-ordered it, you know, I said, uh... Hey, should I get download this leak evidence? Because I want to. Yeah, I don't remember what I said. I just wanted to watch, find, out, figure out a way to tweet the music video. But what I want to talk to you about, Adam, is is album leaks, and um, if you if you think that they're um, some in some instances uh, kind of serving the same purpose as music videos. How so? Well, um, so music video is on the internet now is like kind of promoting, um, like promoting an artist and trying to get people to buy the album. And the argument is made that that is also what people who download download an album then go and do. Like they download the album to see if they like it. And then if they did, they go and buy it. Hmm. So... Do you think that sometimes Like It's kind of a ploy Not to suggest that that that's the case Of the evidence CD I think it's quite the opposite But do you think sometimes it is That's
0: a good point I haven't thought of it That before I thought of that before Um, I'm looking at a graphic right now Online called uh, How a record gets leaked And there's six ways so Doug, you want to take a guess at one of them?
1: Uh, someone steals it.
0: Yeah, but we're talking about different locations.
1: Oh, like where it's stolen from? Right. Uh the the studio itself. That's
0: the first one. Good.
1: Uh, the record label.
0: Yeah, you got the second one. Um, let's see the uh, artist themselves. That is not on here. No, that's wrong. Okay.
1: Um, I guess I don't really have a, like a frame of reference. Like I can't think of where else it would be. Okay, here's uh, some other ones. We like got record, uh, oh. the radio, record stores, DJs.
0: Okay, one of them is at retail, um, which doesn't really make sense. That's the, at the end of the leak pipe at retail. Um, but the other ones are uh, at the plant where it's being processed and manufactured. Mm. Um, that actually will happen because remember these CDs I haven't bought a CD in years but physical copies do need to exist Um, the other one is at the warehouse because before CDs go out to CD stores they need to be um, shipped Uh, and uh, lots of hands touch these at various times and it's pretty easy I guess to snag one CD and the last one is by the press um, because as you know as has been a problem with Academy Awards and movies and things like that uh, the press gets get copies of the music to listen to to review so that is a possible leak source although uh, I'm pretty sure that most reputable reviewers and things like that are, are uh, hopefully not leakers and they also there's um, there's
1: press like versions of the songs that have like every so often there'll be you know, like, this is for promotional, only, and, like, kind of voices like that. Um, well, actually, I, I, re- I remember
0: uh, getting a CD, or getting, I used to collect singles way back when, like, in high school, and sure. um, one of them, I remember, was a U2 single that was for radio, and you, you used to get the single, and it would have, you know, the song, and then a radio edit, and then a 15-second clip on the CD of the hook. Um, so they definitely do like really package these to you know DJs and things like that because uh, I feel like there's definitely a big massive conspiracy to what they play on the radio but I'm sure for a lot of radio stations it's what they like
1: yeah um i I, I can think of a way that like, I don't know if I would call it a leak I guess it works I remember one time in in high school um, um there was like the the biggie cd that came out that like puff daddy kind of just made um using like old biggie recordings and stuff um born again i think it was called and i remember there was a guy who like worked at the um fye at the at the coral square mall that like had a box with a big fye thing on the side at douglas high school selling the biggie cd to people like it was like clearly from the store and like and like clearly and so like i guess i I guess i didn't call it a leak back then but do you remember in the gold watch interview he was talking about um he was talking about kid Cudi kind of going over and over on the song debating whether or not he wanted to leak it Mm -hmm. it's interesting that um that artist wasn't on that list that you went through considering we kind of have uh proof maybe not proof enough for wikipedia but proof that that's kind of what was going on
0: i mean it certainly sounds that way i'll have to go back and listen to that interview to see if that's you.
1: Just you don't think my memory serves me
0: no no you have a very good memory Accurate. Um, but, uh, that is interesting because it definitely, you know, it usually has a little bit of a, uh, you can usually get a new story out of it. Um, so, so-and-so's album leaks, uh, things like that. Because, and was I, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say that I think that's one of the points of like, if I think about where I hear about an album, uh, usually, I mean, with just my sort of, if I was like at a very high level, I'm probably hearing about an album um, or a song if a music video comes out or if there's some sort of album leak or some sort of controversy surrounding it because that's really what kind of floats to the top. Uh, so it, it definitely ties in music videos in that way. Yeah, I mean, I think about it, like they, with, uh, to that point, which is what I
1: was going to interrupt you with to say, and I'm happy it allowed you to say it because this just builds on that, and that is that um, you know, like think about it, like the the day an album leaks, they're like, oh my God, we have to put it on iTunes right now, so hurry up and get it on iTunes before the leak it gets to you too, and it like <laughs> it actually like does, like think about it, like they have these crazy like, uh, did it like just happen? with the Lil Wayne CD, like the Lil Wayne CD leaked and then it sold all kind of crazy albums on iTunes. I don't know if that was, uh, if that was the actual chain of events or not, but like that definitely happens. Um, it happened with the M, the M like Eminem CDs. I remember that it would leak online. So they'd immediately try to sell it online. instead, and it drives the online sales. So, um, you know, and then you don't have to hire a music video director, so maybe oh, you uh,
0: still gotta hire a music video director.
1: Well, what I mean is, you don't have to hire one. You don't have to make a music video at all. You could just leak your album because people are gonna download it anyway, and then uh, and then be like, "Oh my
0: God, the album leaked!" <laughs> the craziest leak I remember is, and I was in college before "How to D- a Dismantle Atomic Bomb" by U Two came out. Somebody leaked a song that they had recorded from a cell phone standing outside of Bono's house on the beach because uh, he was playing it loud inside his house and the windows were open. So YouTube blogs and things like that were like, "Oh my God, the album's leaked and it was like this you know like 2004 era cell phone audio recording. Um, <coughs> it, was, it was awful. You could barely hear what it was, but people were that into it. People get, just get they get so crazy but wanted to hear something. Um, that's that's in the works yeah The, the funny thing is that
1: um uh or the interesting thing is you know on on websites that have you know leaked albums and stuff like that and album download websites they they'll tell you in you know if it's like in the if in forum based websites like that in the forum title you'll see like what version of album it is whether it's like a um a retail rip of the album like you know just as good as the retail version or if it's like a, you know earlier version that's not going to be fully mastered and full quality and stuff like that and uh like each step on your chart that you went through there's probably that version of the leak out on the internet and it, it very it varies For every album.
0: Well, there's definitely studio leaks. That's the one... That's the thing... Those those are the things that most interest me the most. The leaks where you get where it's very obvious that it's not the final cut. Because for those people who are not familiar with uh, music production, you know, after the tracks are recorded, then it's mixed. And then, uh, you know, it's it's mastered. So usually... uh, I, I won't say usually, but a lot of times it, it's mastered in a different spot and by different people than it's actually tracked and mixed by. So there's there's hands and delivery and things like that. And a lot of times you'll get a leak that is either pre-mix, which is always interesting, or pre-master. You might hear different things um, that you don't hear in the album. You might hear different instruments and things like that that they kind of either took out in the mix or you know you know kind of uh, added over. It's uh and I'm just wondering like who is that? Who's like slipping like a mix or like staying late and like exporting that out of uh you know, logic or or, or pro tools or whatever to be like to yeah, totally. The fan sites are gonna love this. I know. What is to gain through that? Like like uh like
1: what do, what do they get out of it? Like is it just is it just for websites with ad clicks? And that's what you're hoping for? Like, We need
0: to, we need to get a professional leaker on here.
1: We got to get to the... Yeah, right. And we'll, we'll blur his voice. It'll be anonymous. And we right. got to get to the bottom of this.
0: Because, um, yeah, I don't know. Let's I put it out on Twitter. We're looking for an anonymous leaker who wants to talk to us about they them, them leaking an album. Uh, could be an artist of any cal- caliber. The only criterion is that... Uh, somebody needs to have wanted this leak,
1: and they have to be like, they have to be the guy that took it out of the cycle, and like, the guy who was it who was in the actual circle of where that album should be. They got to be the guy who should have had that album in the first place, and then gave it to someone who shouldn't have had it.
0: Right. That's that's who we're after. So get that into one hundred and forty characters. Adam. Well, there we go. So we have a next step. We have action items. When you have a meeting like this podcast, I consider a meeting. You need you need action items. That's our action item.
1: Yeah, I know. I know about that. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you also need to drop something in your in
0: your That's podcast. That's the transition. That's our transition to Prince E.
1: Well, um, that was. Uh, I I think that there is actually a more graceful transition than just dropping stuff. And um, I think we're not going to take it. I am...
2: You know, my name is Prince E. Um, I'm a musician. Um, I'm an a- also an academic. Um, you know, I make, uh, I create very, you know, I create, I create, you know, real music. You know, that's kind of like the overarching theme. You know, with a few undertones. One of the big undertones is intelligence. You know, I, I embed intelligence into a lot of my songs. Um, so, uh, with that said, I created a movement called Make Smart Cool. Um, being that I said I was an academic, you know, I graduated with my B.A. in Anthropology, um, so I created this movement. Uh, I make SMART Cool, SMART being an acronym for a sophisticated million revolutionizing thought uh, in an attempt to popularize the notion of intelligence, you know. Um, I guess that, you know, in a nutshell, that's me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I've been in Vibe magazine. I've gotten you know support from a from Grammy award winning artist uh, I have over 12 million views on uh YouTube I was uh recently uh named best uh hip hop artist in St. Louis which is where I'm from um and you know the, the list goes on so trying to just try to do my thing man and uh and, and create positive energy in the form of music
0: Now are you still based out of St. Louis?
2: I am, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about you know kind of coming up there and 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 what the you know the general scene is like there and, and how it's been for you
2: the scene ah uh, well i mean growing up here man like i was uh I, I almost i'm tempted to say shel i was i was almost sheltered but you know it was it was kind of like my personality man you know i'm a, i'm a loner um you know since i i kind of like my career kind of started in the digital world as opposed to the quote unquote real world, um, I was all I was I uh, I was able to um listen to and I was you know I was very I was influenced, you know, by a lot of East Coast artists, you know, West Coast artists. So, you know, St. Louis, uh, you know, the Nellies the Chinese, you know, those guys were always they were popular down here, but, you know, and then and they definitely you know, I looked up to them But, you know, guys a little that were more of my speed were like the, you know, the underground guys from the East, like the Immortal Techniques. And um, so, uh, you know, in that sense, um, I'm kind of like distant from the scene. I'll put it one way. You know, I had an interview um, with uh, St. Louis Hip Hop, which is like a big blog down here that focuses on, you know, strictly St. Louis music. And she said I was a national artist before I was a local artist. Uh, which is, I think, the, the the best way of putting it. So, I kind of always did my own thing outside of the scene. Um, because I know, you know, a lot of, a lot of Midwestern hip hop is, you know, uh, it, it's got a style different from my own. So, I kind of lived in a box and created my own style and sound that is distinct yet, you know, that distinct yet little similar to, you know, what you might find from St. Louis artists
1: yeah it's it's interesting because you said that you were influenced so much by kind of the uh, digital world, you know and people who were outside of your local area and mm-hmm. you know in the same way you started uh, you know a lot of your attention um, also seems to be in the digital world. you know you mentioned uh, you know your 12 million views on YouTube and everything like that um, how how is it that you are kind of using? these tools to help get yourself out there?
2: Um. Well, you know, I, I started on, uh, I want to say YouTube in my space. Um, you know, putting, putting, and here's the thing about about an artist trying to get themselves out there on YouTube, like YouTube is so oversaturated with, with rappers or with musicians, and, you know, it's, it's really hard to get a lot of views, so you kind of have to focus on your marketing and your content you know I feel I'm always a I've always been a, a proponent of you know the 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 cream will rise to the top you know the best the best products are going to get you know the attention you know and and if your marketing is right they're going to get even more attention so I kind of focus on these two things um uh, predominantly you know the craft and the marketing behind it you know being that I'm I'm also an anthropology major you know I have sort of a a marketing mind to as far as what um you know what appeals to people across you know across cultures, so that gave me sort of an edge, I, I think, um, in that sense. So, you know, I started on YouTube, man. I started putting see the and how I started, I actually began putting like fake names on my videos, you know, fake titles. And you know, this is good and bad. You know, I started putting like Jay Z versus Little Wayne on one of my one of my videos, and it got a lot of hits, a lot of views, and you know, a lot of good comments. You know, so. Um, but it also got a lot of bad comments. People were a bit, uh, a bit frustrated that I kind of suckered them into, into my music, you know, but i built some fans off of that. And, you know, I think, you know, in the marketing game, you know, everything goes, you know, so any attention is good attention. So that's kind of how I started and I used it to my advantage and, you know, doing that as opposed to, you know, getting out and doing shows on a daily basis in my hometown kind of gave me an, an advantage over a lot of guys, you know, in my hometown, Um and I think that, you know, that advantage is starting to become more and more clear as time goes on. Uh Even though I always – I still, you know, maintain a, a good home point, um, you know, but I think uh, one of the things that make me unique is just the digital fan base that I built
0: you mentioned doing, doing, you know, doing shows versus doing, you know, videos and things like that. And you've got a ton of videos on YouTube. I think when we checked earlier, it was, it was 111. Um, I mean, what do you feel? I mean, do you feel like doing a video instead of going out and, and playing a show? Is that going to get you a better return on investment for your time?
2: <laughs> well, um, you know, that, that is, that's a good question. You know, I think, you know, it, it all depends on what kind of video, you know, is it, you know, because if something goes viral, something gets a million views, and you're, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's a winner, you know, and, and the, 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 the environment of music is changing, and the world is changing so much. You know, we're becoming such a technologically ingrained society um, that you kind of have to maintain big uh, buzzes and big presences in social networks. Um, so I, I honestly, man, when you compare the two doing a show or doing a video, I think the video, you know, if you can hit 30,000 people in a week, as opposed to doing a show, you know, for maybe like a hundred or 200 people, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, almost obvious, uh, which is, which is, you know, which is going to help your career more. So and, at, yeah. least in my, at least in my opinion, I think, I think getting into people's faces is, is very important to create long-lasting fans, um, but I think it's much easier, especially if your marketing is right, if, if your product is right, I think that a video, you know, a video can far surpass, you know, a show.
0: Well, recently, I mean, talking about viral videos, you released the Backwards Rapper video, which is amazing and has gotten a lot of attention. Uh, I mean, I and mean, for one reason, it's, it's, you know, really unique concepts, and it, and it you know, ties in really neatly with, um, you know, the uh, Make Smart Cool movement and, and you know, all that material. So I was wondering if you could talk about, you know, where that concept came from and, and how you guys ended up executing it.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, sure, man. Uh, well, you know, I, I had been... I'm all about innovation, you know, that's one thing about me. Like, I try to do stuff new because I get bored, you know, just doing the same song format over and over. I constantly need new concepts, you know, to just to keep me active and keep my brain active um, and to make, to make things fun because I get bored easy. Um, so, you know, I've been, uh, you know, like a few months ago, uh, maybe close to a year ago, I had seen a poem. Uh, this poem was called "Lost Generation." It was a, a girl wrote a poem for an AARP commercial, and it was a lost gen. It, it was it was entitled "Lost Generation," and I just thought the concept was brilliant. You know, this girl she was she wrote a poem, and you know it was, didn't rhyme. You know, the 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 uh, each line was was long, and you know r- really long. And and um, but she had finished. You know, the first time she she um, she went through the poem. And was, it was negative, you know. She was my generation is apathetic. Da-da-da-da. You know, I, I um, you know I focused more on my job than my family. And then when she flipped it around, if you you know she had the positive message, which is kind of like you know where I got the inspiration from to write backwards rappers along with Nas's Rewind. Um, but I'd seen that the Lost Generation poem, and I was like, oh man, like what if I turn this into a into a rap? I put it over a beat, and it was it was difficult. It was difficult to get you know the cadence right, to get the the lines, you know, profound yet simple. Um, that's one of one of my things. Uh, uh, simplicity is, is one of my theme, of, you know, uh, that I I think you know makes artists successful. Because backwards rappers was only eight bars, you know, it was only eight lines, and they flipped around to eight, which is sixteen total. You know, it wasn't a full song, It was just eight, and then flipped around, so. Um, that's why I got the inspiration for the concept um, of the of the song. Uh, the video uh, was actually uh, I got the inspiration from a Far Side video called Drop. Uh, this is a '90s group, real real dope group, man. Um, and I had seen that video, and I was like, wow. And you know, it, it immediately clicked in my mind. Like, okay, what if I combine these two ideas? Nobody's ever done that. Nobody's ever combined these two ideas, and I think. You know that that's that's pretty much the novelty of it. You know, um, turning turning, uh, you know, just just synthesizing two two great ideas into one product. You know, and that's why people you know embraced it so so much. I think, and why it got such you know corporate and media attention uh, because nobody had ever seen anything like that. Um.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that Far Side drop video because that's that's one of our favorite videos that's uh directed by Spike Jones and uh um, yep. we actually Adam and I have a another website where we it's like a do-it-yourself filmmaking website and we talked about how nobody has done anything unique with that backwards effect since Drop and obviously that we said that before backwards rappers came okay. out because that's really the one of the most unique things I've ever seen and um you know you mentioned the short verses uh, the short verse how it's only eight bars and then eight bars ran back and i read another interview with you where you also said that you try to you've learned to use the kiss principle which uh mm-hmm. you say is keep it short and simple um mm-hmm. do you think that uh and i wonder if you could talk about how that's kind of helped you uh you know uh, that idea has kind of helped further your videos as well
2: sure man sure uh <laughs> You know, I I don't want to say I underestimate my viewers' uh, attention span, because uh, I, I have fans that would look at 20 minutes freestyles for me. You know, from from beginning to end. But you know, anything I think I think the shorter the better. You know, I think uh, that the if you can if you can hook people with something that they just keep watching over and over and over. You know, then I think you got something special and keeping things short and sweet and, and just keeping it in their mind, especially in this fast-paced society, is, I think, uh, is definitely a, a, you know, a, a key, you know, of, of my craft. And, you know, like my, um, I also had a video go viral, which was um, uh, nerds can, the nerd rapper video. I don't know if you saw that one, uh, but that's at about 700,000, and it got a lot of uh, views on other pages, probably at a million total. Uh, but that was, you know, pretty short. It was about 24 bars that I had done at a radio station, um, and it was short. It was sweet, and people kept watching it over and over. So I think the, I think keeping things very, very terse and succinct is, is definitely key to success in the world that we live in. But some some concepts, honestly, you know, they need they need to be elaborated and, and explained. But you know, just just looking at the average viewer. You know, because I I don't want to touch. You know, when I write when I write music and and write videos, I directed and, and wrote the, the videos by like every video that you've ever seen that I've ever done. You know, I I, I directed and wrote it, um, with with a you know, uh, you know input from from some of my cameraman, videographers, and whatnot. But uh, you know, anything that I do, I try to I just try to innovate, man. You know, I try to just just be exciting and show people something new and keep it keep it short and I understand that the american the general public i guess but that's basically you know who i'm who I'm targeting you know I'm not targeting my uh the fans that are already there I don't want to preach to the choir you know I'm trying to reach different markets you know and unfortunately, you know it's a lot of you know people of, of low intelligence out there. You know, I think that I think you know just because they're they're products of the system that we live in and America and the dumbing down and I mean this is you know this is what market how marketers think you know we put billions of dollars into the, into their projects, um, but you know I I just try to keep everything basic and keep it simple, you know and not overcomplicated man. So yeah,
0: I wanted to ask you about uh, you know along those lines you know on the site I mean we see and look through a lot of hip-hop videos and you know some of them I mean some people are doing you know great things in that format and some people you know it's like what you're talking about it's sort of the the same old thing It's sort of perpetuating the same kind of ideals over and over again I mean in terms of the music video genre I mean are there are there people out there that you know in your mind y- you feel like are kind of breaking out of that mold um, besides you know what you're doing
2: yeah man I think you know <laughs> like guys on YouTube like um you know the the i the, see how i expect anybody who has a good thought you know because good thoughts are just so rare today i mean i think I think a lot of people have good thoughts but actually putting that thought like actualizing that thought
0: realizing
2: that thought and and you know creating manifesting that thought into a video is just it's brilliant, you know, and I see a lot of guys, a few guys doing it. Um, obviously, people, you know, unfortunately, it's, you know, business as usual for a lot of rap artists, but guy, a guy like uh, Tyler the Creator, you know, I thought his video, uh, Yonkers, you know, Kanye West said it was the best video of 2011, back in like February. Oh, that's a great video, yeah. <laughs> you
0: know?
2: Yeah, stuff like that, you know, when you don't have a, a huge budget, but just the concept is so cool. And it's simple. I think that's that's key, man. And I, I hate giving these secrets out to people, but <laughs> you know, I gotta keep it honest. For real, you know. Like and and you know another another group that I just love love their videos because um, it's just so unique and they're so you know kind of I guess humanistic. is uh, okay okay go, you know that band um, who had the you know the trap. I don't know if you remember the treadmill video. Uh, yeah, with definitely. the choreograph, uh, you know, the dance and jumping over each other on the treadmill, like that was, that was. You I would love to do something like that, man. Some choreograph stuff like that. Just, it's just fun, and you know, it just, it just proves that you don't need to, you know, have these, you know, billion dollar cameras, these red cameras, or, you know, to to do a good, a good video that a lot of people like. You know, so creativity, I think, is is not, uh, it's not lost. It's not lost. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've s I have I've seen on your uh your Facebook you said that you um uh you know you're talking about you liking crazy ideas and that's kind of been echoed on your on your Facebook page and on your Twitter account. Are you so you're saying you're like if if people are you really open to people approaching you with ideas and new ideas and willing to try stuff regardless who the person is? Hey kids, man, anybody, you
2: know, uh uh even kids, man. I think kids have Oh, amazing ideas dude like <laughs> hey you know and i'm 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 very open and i'm down to listen um you know to any to any ideas so definitely definitely you got you got something for you man you got an <laughs> idea for me <you?
0: laughs> no, uh, no, trust no. me doug's got lots of ideas
1: but that's not what I'm saying at all. That's okay, not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just, that's just a note that I had written down to
0: say that. This is all I'm, not at all, okay,
1: okay. I'm not pitching an idea right now. <laughs> okay, I gotcha, I no. gotcha, I gotcha.
0: <laughs> I wanted to ask about, uh, you know, in terms of just, uh, like, sheer number of views, because we're, you know, mm-hmm. looking through, you know, a lot of your, your videos. One of the mm-hmm. top ones is one called That Ain't My Baby. That's, mm-hmm. it's like, a completely different kind of... I mean you have a lot of you have comedy videos um, yeah. Yeah, kind of mixed in there um, and yeah. they seem to get a lot of uh, play and that's something that we've seen you know you know with a few other um, hip-hop artists you know using comedy especially mm-hmm. online to like your Twitter feed is hilarious too you know I mean do you feel like that like you, you gained a lot of new fans through you know using comedy? Oh
2: my god yes. You know, I I wanna do I wanna do more comedic stuff, you know, I just don't have the um the resources at the at the moment. But, you know, team, you know, I, I wish I had some, you know, more time to, to, to work on that. Like I wish my album was done so I could you know, and some of my fans actually, you know, they might like get upset, you know, seeing that side of me. But it it is a side of, of Prince E and you know, Richard, you know. Um, so I, I, in order to keep things real, I, I have to, you know, be funny about things. I have to make jokes, you know, like a lot of my, um, my music has, you know, wit in it, you know, and it's the same thing, like the, the, the uh, just, the, the, Justin Bieber parody, that ain't my baby, you know, it, it's something that I enjoy doing. I enjoy making people laugh. So I, I definitely will, will continue to do that.
0: I enjoy, well, I don't want to be that
2: angry guy, that angry rapper, man. That's, that's something I don't want to do. That's that's not cool. That's not cool.
0: I enjoyed the power <laughs> parody as well.
2: Okay. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Especially like, uh, like the, the the that ain't my baby. You know, it just opens up like new markets. Like I had twelve year old, you know, European girls like adding me on Facebook. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I love you. I'm like, oh wow! Like, this is not my my fan base. Like, you know, like twelve, eleven year old kids, you know, adding me on Facebook and and sending me messages is is just it's crazy. You know, that's, that's Justin Bieber's market, not mine. But <laughs> hey, I'm I'm happy to snatch that that market up, man, and, and keep you know if they if they laugh at my jokes, then hey, I keep telling them. So I mean, and that's the best way to get a message. You know, if you want to you know, get some type of political message or some type of message across the people. The best way to open those floodgates is is through comedy,
1: I think. Definitely. I I definitely see a lot of uh, comedy and rap. I mean, even, uh, you know, even, you know, the terminologies are the same, you know, punchlines and stuff like that. There's definitely a lot of wit and stuff. And so it's it's not an uncommon thing. Um, It's funny that you say you might... You know, might piss people off or alienate some of your fans yeah. by doing it. Because yeah. um, yeah. another thing I seen on your uh, Twitter account or Facebook, one one of them, uh, is that you know you people like to tell you what to write about. And um, is it? Do you ever get like from people like actually coming out and saying like, why do you like don't do comedy stuff? Keep it keep it real or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. Yeah, definitely,
2: man. I, you know, I've heard that. I've heard you know people say. um, I want the real Prince E. Back, you know, the, and that's just like boggles my Like I mean, these people—I've never met them a day in my life—and they want the real, they, they they want the real Prince E. Back. Like it's amazing that people don't understand the growth of an artist or the the multifaceted nature of an artist. So, and, and you know, I, I you know, most of my like you know, I don't know if you've done you know I've done the research, but a lot of my earlier music it was heavily political. It was heavy, heavy on politics. So, you know, when I kind of switched to, I started talking about my life as opposed to, you know, spitting out facts or governmental conspiracies, you know, it was a little change. Like, oh, no, Prince, I want the facts. I want that and, you know, this and that. I don't I don't stop. I'm not going to stop doing that. Like, you know, I'm working on my album now. And, it, <laughs> you know, if they want facts, they're definitely going to get it. If they want thought-provoking, uh, you know, Geopolitical themes—they're definitely gonna get it. Uh, but if they're also gonna get me, they're gonna get my story and my, you know, my life and, you know, because that, that's really what an artist is about. You have to tell your story, not you know, just regurgitate facts, you know. So, um, you know, I I just gotta keep, you know, keep doing what I do, and and it is what it is. It's simple
0: as that. <laughs> you mentioned that you're working on an album right now. Um, mm-hmm. you know how far along are you in that process and how is the you know the inter- you know what you been doing on the internet kind of influenced you know how you how you work
2: yeah 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 See, i don't know i don't know how far along i am you know like i i don't know if i want to drop an ep or an album um i, I definitely don't like I, like I said earlier man i want to be innovative i don't want to just you know drop an album hey pick this up i want to do something crazy you know like think about DVDs or movies or, you know, videos or pre-promotion. I want to break records. Like, I I have a lot of pre-promotion ideas, too, for my, you know, for my EP or album, whatever I drop. Um, But it's, you know, the songs that I have right now, it's pretty much, you know, it's pretty much there. I have a lot of, a few features that I have to get from other artists, but I still have a few videos for the songs before we release the album and just that whole pre-promotion process, you know, so kind of like running a campaign you know you have to you have to you know do a lot of marketing like a year in advance you know before you actually come out and try to get people to vote for you or, my, or in my case you know buy or purchase purchase my product so well uh you know it's has it's to I'm just right now man I'm just uh trying to stay relevant trying to keep you know keep innovating and, and dropping videos and uh you know just just keep being out there you know so
0: well it's funny you say it. it's like a campaign cuz you know make smart cool and you know the website you guys have with it I mean it it is a campaign you know in in you know in in many senses of the word I mean what was the decision like to to turn that into something on its own to use that kind of uh brand line and to you know turn it into kind of like a movement you
2: know it was it was out of out of my lyrics you know it was something that I that I thought about, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, I guess there were a lot of factors that were involved in me coming up with the the concept, the name. But you know, I was, uh, I'll tell you a little quick story. Uh, I, I was actually it was my freshman year, freshman year in college. Uh, I was rapping, you know, I was in like the lunch room or nosh is what they called it um, at the University of Missouri, St. Louis, and it was a couple other guys there. They were rapping and. Back then I was on like this really political stuff. You know, so um so, you know, I, I came in the cipher and I started rapping, da 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 and it was okay. It was an okay rhyme and then after I was done, this girl was like she kinda she kinda stopped and said, How are you gonna be a smart rapper? And everybody started laughing. I was I was embarrassed. I was like, Wow, man, that's you know, I was hurt after that, but then, you know, I started thinking, like, like wow, like, what what are the implications of that? So, basically, she's saying that rappers are inherently dumb, you know, and I, I was like, wow, like, is that really what rap is? Like, you know, looking at the, what's rap turn, what rap is turned into, you know, even though one of the elements, you know, out of the five elements of hip-hop is knowledge, you know, this is what rap has turned into So, you know, looking at, at that situation And looking at society, man Just how, how much of an emphasis That people, that, that, you know The media puts on You know, material things Or, you know, a lot of stuff That doesn't really matter As opposed to intelligence And intelligence takes like a back seat To a lot of these things I just created the movement You know, make smart cool I want it to be, uh, you know, cool to be smart and I think, you know, once you can actually popularize something like that, not only is it, it, is it going to be, you know, I mean, lucrative, you know, in the sense of, of monetarily, but also lucrative in the in an altruistic sense, you know. I mean, you're, you're actually promoting intelligence and education, you know. I mean, what's, what's better than that? Like that can pretty much solve every problem with our uh with America, you know, that that we face and then in the that we're gonna face in the future. So that's that's basically how I came up with it. Um yeah, you know, I, I uh you know, it's, it's it's definitely legit you know, I have formed a company, we've got people, we've got over seven hundred members, you know, worldwide. Um and
0: it's a big yeah, thing to take yeah, on it's, it's not it's not a it's, trivial thing. It's definitely something that it, it, You know, like I said, it's a it's a moving piece. You know, in addition to you know what you're, well, maybe not in addition to, but um, you know, it's part of what you're doing musically.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you know I, I I'm still trying to you know I, I want to restructure, make smart cool. You know I don't want it to be you know all Prince E. I want it to be I, I want to add artists to it. I want to add painters or you know people who put intelligent themes in their clothing. And I, I just want it to be a just a a global unification of minds almost in a community. Um, and, and you know that's because that's the only way that we can truly make smart cool is if we. You know, all the intelligent people or, you know, inquisitive people come together, and you know, it comes as one. It
1: seems that you know this, this movement is largely uh, web-based and structured through the web, and it seems like that's kind of been a trend throughout your kind of whole mm-hmm. career. And um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it seems that the internet has allowed for more creative things to kind of come through. You know, I don't think without the internet, Taylor the creator would have won that VMA right. because right. that video can't be digested through the TV and through, you know, you can't watch that on MTV and get the full effect of that video. Do you think, kind of, because of uh, the position that you're in, you've set yourself in, and that you've allowed yourself to become through the internet, do you think that you could use that to logically? get the VMA. I saw that you tweeted that that you think next year you could be the the, the next the winner of the best new artist.
2: That I, I do. I, I really do, man, because uh, I I'll, I'll get real with you real quick, man. Like I mean, Powell the like, I actually know Kyle, you know, and and he wasn't really I like, until, you know, the celebrity co sign which was Kanye West you know, that video wasn't you know, it didn't blow up. You know, when Kanye West said best video of two thousand eleven, like it went viral. You know, it went viral and uh you know, they had other videos that had done done well on the online as well and they had developed a little following and everything just mushroomed after that. You know, they they're getting the cover. you know, our futures on the cover of Billboard and, you know they're handlining, and they're they're just doing. And it was the, the um the Jimmy Fallon performance that just shocked people, just scared people. Like, you know, it's just it's just oh my god, what, what are they doing? They just jumped off of the stage and into the crowd, and you know, <laughs> like people people were just shocked. And you know, you're right. If it didn't start online, <laughs> nobody. You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe they they you know. Uh, restructure their marketing to something else, but I don't think I don't think so. You know, I think the internet gives people out there. It's kind of like Krayshawn. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with her, but uh, you know, her video Gucci Gucci, Fendi, I don't know the name of it. Findy <laughs> Louie, something like that. You know, she gets 13 million views in in uh, you know three months, and she gets she gets a VMA nomination. Like that's that's both. You know, I mean, it's not even depressing for me. It's it's inspirational. Like, just off the internet alone, you know, you get Soulja Boy to co, you get people to co-sign you, and then you get a VMA. And like, that is that's huge. Like, just off of it, a video, like, and that's that song. I mean, that, I don't know. Are you familiar with with Pre-Sean and the, the song? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah.
1: We definitely are uh, familiar with that. Okay, uh, okay. I yeah. mean, it's I mean, <laughs> man. I, 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 go ahead. I I I I feel like we're both tiptoeing around the same thing. But I don't I don't know. It's it's interesting. I mean it's I s I s uh I guess I see the appeal of that video. It's not really my style. Yeah. Is a delicate way to yeah. to put it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I you know, I can't hate on anything that has thirteen million views. I can you <laughs> no. know one thing about my anthropology anthropology is, is I look at things objectively. I'm not gonna say, oh my God, why does this have 13? No, I'm gonna try to understand why it has 13 million views, and you know, it, and it's not even about you know. Like my whole thing is, you know, I'm not anti anybody. You know, I believe in freedom of speech, and I believe in you know, uh, artistic expression and stuff like that. Um, however, you know, I'm, I was all I'm always a guy about balance. You know, I feel like you know, and uh, that I I am the guy who can kind of, like, bring that balance back to music, back to the world, perhaps, you know, Um, because it's so many artists that don't, you know, promote, like, you know, intelligence. Or they might, you know, maybe, like, peripherally, but, you know, in their music, it's a contradictory message from their music to what they're actually saying, and that's kind of, it doesn't fly well with people, you know, I'm all for the people, I'm all for you know, uplifting and, you know, getting the people to a, to a higher, you know, plane of, of thought or, you know, elevating that. But, uh, yeah, man, that's, <laughs> that Gucci Gucci song is like, uh, <laughs> yeah, inspirational it's inspirational to me, man. It's
1: like, it's, ah. It's, it's, it's got to be frustrating, though, that, like, you, I mean, you wrote a verse and then it mm-hmm. wrapped it backwards and it meant two different things. And yeah. Rebecca Black, it's a billion views. Every time yeah. she yeah. opens yeah. her eyes, it's got. You know, <laughs> it, you got to be positive. Gotta, I mean, I, I would if I were you, I would be really frustrated.
0: Well, by intelligence, by. intelligence uh, yeah. is a hard sell. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, I think that's the the yeah. central thing. It's a hard sell, but it, I think what's really amazing is that you're doing it and being successful at it.
2: I get excited when I see stuff like the, like the success of. of of music, you know, like independent artists, like when they're successful, like Pale Kid raps video, or you know, I mean, the digital lifespan I've understood is very short. You know, I mean, I'm sure you remember Pit George Watsky. I mean, uh, I'm not sure what he's doing now, but his buzz is tied down significantly, uh, and it's all about longevity. You know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, ah. Uh, being that I'm a scientist and I try to study stuff like the Rebecca Black, you know, phenomenon and, you know, Krayshan, I'm like, what do people like about this stuff? Like, what is it? And I just, you know, I think I'm getting closer and closer to figuring out being that, you know, my last videos were extremely popular. I think as I continue to build a fan base, uh, the, the, the spreading of my music is going to be that much uh, faster you know, because I have more people, uh, supporting me, and, and, you know, I've developed friendships with a lot of powerful people who can actually put my stuff out there now, so if I, if I can, you know, create a concept that's just, you know, bam, you know, I think it's, <laughs> I can be that, you know, you could be talking to somebody else, you know, about, uh, about Prince E, man, you know, <laughs> next year, or something, or in a couple months, you know, so, who knows, I'm inspired, I'm inspired by, you know, successful people, so.
1: Well, we uh, we appreciate you doing it because it seems uh, from what we can tell that you're doing it in your own way and not trying to jump on other people's yeah. ways and, and kind of carve your own path. And uh, we yeah. appreciate you sitting down with
0: us. Um, this yeah. was uh, really awesome for you to do. Yeah. I have one more question, though. Will you really sure. proofread papers for $25 a page? <laughs>
2: You know what, I, I proofread uh, the girl's paper the other day, she's going to hate me, but she like, oh my god, like, it was amazing, like, she, she just showed no, like, uh, I think she was offended, because I had, like, strike strikeouts, and like, red marks in the paper, and I think she got offended or something, and it was just mad, yeah, it was, you said what?
1: You say you got to earn that twenty five, so it's not. I mean, if 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 you gave her back a blank sheet and you're like, "Oh, this was good," give me your twenty five bucks. You'd be ripping her off. So you had to do your work. (laughs) You had to do work. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. So yeah, hey, if you need a paper, you know, proofread, I I got you. I got
1: you. So so creative ideas and um, and uh, and and anthropology essays and. (laughs) <laughs> send those
2: to your way. You get, a di- you get a you get a discount if you got an anthropology essay, man. You get
0: a <laughs> discount. Yeah. You know you you mentioned that you've been enjoying uh, evidence. Is that what yes. you're gonna pick is that what you're gonna pick for
1: this week's your pick of the week this week? No, it is not what I'm gonna pick for my pick of the week this week. Um, instead what I've decided to pick for my pick of the week this week uh, is a video by a band called bomb the Music Industry. Um, the song's called Everybody that you love and um, the reason I picked this song/ music video is very simple. And that is chicken drumsticks. Mm-hmm. Um, this video features chicken drumsticks. Uh, and you may be thinking, what's chicken drumsticks? Uh, chicken drumsticks are drumsticks for a drum set, but they're made of chickens. Not chickens like the animal, but chickens like, like that you would eat, like chicken drumsticks. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and uh, that's that's why I picked this video. I mean, it's a great video. It's high energy. It's fun to watch. I I would, would have wanted to be there. It looks so fun. They're like on roller coasters and on a beach. How is that not fun? Hmm. Uh, but really, it's all about the chicken drumsticks. And so uh, this this is a video directed uh, by uh, Brian Schlamm. Um, but that's my pick of the
0: week. That's like, I love that video. I love chicken drumsticks too. And I always found as a kid that cartoon chicken drumsticks were much more appealing than actual chicken drumsticks. I always thought that, you know, car- I mean, I'm not really into cartoon food, but uh, if I saw one in, like, Where's Waldo or some other, like, uh, cartoon book, cartoon in general, I was like, I, I mean, I don't want to, when I see that, I don't want to eat a chicken drumstick, like, a real life. You know, you go from cartoon to to real, it just gets nasty. But I, I want to eat a chicken drumstick.
1: Yeah, it is important to note that it is cartoon. I don't think I made that, uh, made that clear. Well, when you watch the and, video,
0: you'll get it. You'll get it.
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure if I wanted to make it a surprise or not, um, which I kind of still did. And I'm, I'm okay with you revealing the surprise. I don't mind. It's a leak. Who? Yeah, <laughs> You leaked that it's a cartoon, right? That's... It's oh,
0: hilarious so, see I brought that around see I brought that around.
1: I noticed that I was I reacted to it almost too much reaction no. uh, So yeah, that's my big of the week super great video. What about you?
0: Well, I have been looking through um, Vimeo for the past few days just Getting back to my roots of just finding some interesting music videos out there um, and I found one that kind of caught my eye and it's called uh, uh Cannibal Dinner by Big o, uh, B-I-G-O-T-T or Bigot or whatever. Um I hope it's not I hope it's not pronounced Bigot. Maybe, but they're pretty hipster. I don't think they'd be actual bigots. Okay,
1: so then maybe it's okay to right. pronounce it.
0: Now, if you're familiar with the work of like Eric Wareheim um for his video like uh She's Got Me Dancing, this is kind of like a similar type deal but it seems to be almost kind of serious it's uh, one of those sort of montage you know you get a bunch of people together and film them doing different things and some different effects kind of video um, which is usually okay but this one is is pretty interesting It kind of uh, does a few things to keep your attention such as a uh, young man in a bow tie which seems to be the central character of the video dancing on a Simon Says uh, the remembering game from the 80's that may, maybe uh, you may remember um but it's it's uh, some American apparel uh gold sparkly pants make an appearance. This is one of those videos that is clearly some a group of uh hipsters and I don't use that term derogatory. I want to make that clear that I have all the love in the world for the hipsters, but it's some odd looking people getting together doing some different poses and things like that and it you know if we had to classify music videos, I don't think they would be making these kind of music videos ten years ago. Um, But it seems to be the type of music video that people are making a lot these days Um, Especially in LA, it just seems to be one of those things like hey, I've got some interesting looking friends I've got some people let's get them together and get some interesting effects in there But uh, this one I I really like the way they put it together. It's directed by Ignacio Bernal Um, It was from March 2011 And it is Cannibal Dinner, uh, Bigot. And I think there's some nudity in this, so I can't really tell if it's a costume or some nudity. It's kind of quick, so. Not safe for
1: work. I don't, uh, I'm not familiar with this video. I just did a web search for Bigot, and I don't think any of what uh, Google returned me is what
0: you're talking about. No, probably not. Well, it has to be Cannibal Dinner.
1: uh is it? Uh, but it's probably on the website now, though, right? How do you spell big? How do you spell big O? Nah, big it? it's on
0: the website. I don't think. Gotta go just to No, but me it, it will be when by the time we finish this podcast. Big it. I don't. I'm. I we pushed. I pushed all those changes. I'm not sure if the adding stuff still works or if I need to do anything to that. <laughs> um, oh. Okay. okay but okay, uh, you notice? Have you noticed that kind of trend of, of strange looking people, not not strange looking people, but like hipsters. And get them them together. Get a a room full of hipsters and you got a music video.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily... um, I don't know if it's necessarily... I mean, it's definitely coming out of LA too, but I I definitely think you're getting it from videos uh, that come out of New York and stuff too. You know, videos out of like Brooklyn and stuff. You're definitely getting some... No, if...
0: I, I haven't seen it as much. I've, I feel like I've seen a lot of these very obviously. So I, maybe we'll call I don't know. I
1: haven't, I haven't seen the video, so I don't know if I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, be more descriptive. Paint the picture.
0: Well, I feel like... Okay. I feel like a lot of um, concept or narrative videos that are interesting are getting a lot of play right now. Um... Because and I'm not saying this videos lately, I really I, I like this this video a lot. Um it was interesting and, and funny and things like that. But um think of what they did with the Katy Perry last Friday night video where it was a narrative and it was meant to be entertaining, and that video got a, a ton of of play and Is that and the one with the bra she's in the braces and yeah, that's the one with okay. Rebecca Black and Kenny G and the Hanson brothers and a whole host of other sort of 80s stars. They make it into an 80s movie. It's one of those videos where the, you know, the song doesn't start until a few minutes in. But um, I don't know. It seems like the, the people who are doing the top video work right now or the ones that are very popular, they're, they're definitely giving it a narrative style.
1: Uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I guess I still don't know. I still don't know about... Are there hipsters in that video?
0: I know you got, uh, you're, you're working on for the VMA's 2012, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, I'm
2: inspired yeah. now, man, talking about that. Like, I'm getting in right. I'm getting in right. <laughs> so, so yeah, hey, no, you guys,
1: no, you guys no.
2: got me in a good mood, man. <laughs> <laughs>